In today's episode, we will explore the essential rules to a wealthy financial life that can help you take control of your financial destiny and pave the way to your financial prosperity. It's a lot of financial right there at the beginning. (laughs) From setting clear financial goals to budgeting, saving, and investing wisely, we're going to unravel the key principles that successful individuals use at building long-lasting wealth. Whether you're just starting on your financial journey or you're seeking to optimize your current strategies, this episode is going to equip you with actionable tips and insights to make better and informed decisions so you can achieve financial freedom. So let's jump into this exploration of wealth building tips and the rules that come with it that can help you take charge of your financial future. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. How's it going? And welcome to the Financial Mirror. Thank you for joining me today as we continue to work to improve the one thing you can control yourself. If this is the first time you are joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Here at the Financial Mirror is not all about the spreadsheets and numbers and Excel formulas and all those things. It's more about helping you transform your life by providing you with tips and insights that can help you really transform and build and grow as an individual, and that translates into better financial health. No matter where you're listening to this podcast, continue to support the podcast. It's very much appreciated through sharing, liking, subscribing, commenting, things of that nature. All those go a long way in helping grow the community. Mastering money, six rules to a wealthy financial life. I'm going to go through six rules. Every single rule that we go through, I'm going to talk about what it is. I'm going to talk about how there's tips for each one that can help you just sort of hopefully bring it all together so you know what you can do to better improve your financial life and go a little bit closer to that wealthy um, financial life that that everyone is out to seek. Now, you're probably thinking, there's no way that I could ever live a financial, financially wealthy life, right? Why should I listen to this episode? Why should you? Well, I found this quote and I thought it just went perfectly with this episode don't listen to people who tell you what to do, right? Don't listen to people tell you what to do. Listen to people who encourage you to do what you know in your heart is right. And I, and I I say that laughingly almost because it starts off, don't listen to people who tell you what to do as I'm going to walk through and tell you six six rules to a wealthy financial life. Um, but bear with me. Everything that I say here goes into that second sentence. Listen to people who encourage you to do what you know in your heart is right. Everything I'm going to also talk about today, even though I'm not exactly telling you what to do, I am encouraging you. I am truly encouraging you to to take on these six rules, adopt them into your life, because deep in your heart, you're gonna when we go through all of these, you're gonna be like, yeah, you're right. That's that's right. Yep, and and it's gonna tell you. Uh, this is not just me sitting here 
telling you what to do. Like, you need to go buy Bitcoin. That's not what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, so this is me truly encouraging you to take a few steps toward what it is that you want. Uh, these Some of these rules don't just apply to finances, right? Some of these rules like apply to just life in general. And if you'll adopt these into your personal life, you will be better off for it, okay? So let me tell you that you can absolutely accomplish all of these at one time, like all six of them you could implement at one specific time. Um, but I challenge you, and it kind of this is going to kind of segue me into the first rule, um, but I challenge you to try to adopt these one at a time. Don't try to just like all out be like, yep, I'm doing all six of those tomorrow. First off, that's procrastinating. You should start today. Um, but realistically, uh, without joking, I'm seriously saying just if you'll try to do these just one at a time, just start with rule one or maybe you, maybe you want to start with rule three or, or rule six or whatever. First and foremost, start one at a time, adopt it. Get it a part of your routine, get it a part of your lifestyle, and then take on the next one, and then take on the next one. It's very hard to make a lot of a lot of big changes at one time, uh, so I, I challenge you to just try to try to take it a little easier. Try to just ease through these. Uh, it'll make it make it a lot better for you. So, without further ado, let's jump into the first rule for a wealthy life, and that's set financial goals. Now. The number one thing when we talk goal setting, you've probably heard this before, but smart goals. Um, and and I want to I'm going to walk through like an example of a smart goal so you can get the gist if you haven't heard of it. Um, but the thing about that, this first rule setting financial goals is that if you don't have like a finish line, like if you were in a race, like uh, I like to do a lot of a lot of half marathons, if I just started running and all I knew it was that I was going to run, but I didn't know where I was going to run. I didn't know how far I was going to run. I didn't know at what pace I was going to run. I, like there's a there's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, I don't know what the weather conditions is like. The terrain is like, like all these factors, all these different variables that need to be taken into consideration. And when I don't think about those, and I just say, "Yep, I'm going to go run," and I'm going to run uh, like you know whatever. Like I don't know anything about the run. I'm just running, right? What what does that do? Like what is the outcome of that? Well, it's a random outcome. Will I run? Yes. Will I achieve my goal? Well, if my goal was just to run, I could run 3 inches, right? Well, that's more than a step for me. Um I'm, I'm a pretty tall guy. <laughs> but if 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 I just said I'm going to run, I could literally just run to the mailbox and back, right? Did that actually achieve the outcome that I wanted, right? If it was, is the outcome cardio fitness, is the outcome that I just want to complete a half marathon, is the outcome that I want to lose weight, is the outcome, like what is the outcome? If it's not specific enough to where you can create running to achieve a goal, if it's not that specific, um, you're, you're not going to be on a very good start. I'm going to save for retirement, okay? How's that going to work out for you? <laughs> 
Like you don't know like how much you need to save. You don't know how much you need in the bank when you retire. You don't like, do you know where you're going to save for retirement? Like there's all these questions that you need to answer before you have a good financial goal. So with this first rule, setting a financial goal, it needs to be a smart goal. Um, so smart is a, is an acronym for, uh, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Okay. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. I'm going to run you through a scenario of like, let's say that my goal is I want to pay off my debt. I have debt and I want to pay it off. That's a very specific goal. Like it has an end. Like my goal is to pay off my debt. What's the end? Well, all of my debt is paid off. Like it's very specific, very specific. Is it measurable? Well, yeah, because I'm going to pay off this debt using $500 a month and I'm going to increase this above 500 when I have extra money each month. But at a minimum, I'm going to put $500 towards my debt each month. Okay. Very measurable. Like, did you put $500 this month or not? Like next month, did you put your $500? You can measure that. It's not just like, yep, yeah, I'm pay off my debt. And then you just occasionally throw a 20 or a 40 at it, right? Like, like it's, it's very specific. I'm using $500 a month. I'm going to pay off my debt. Is it attainable? Well, by making regular and consistent payments of $500 a month, I will pay off my entire debt using a debt snowball. Well, that's attainable, right? That's the attainable part of my goal that I'm setting here. Um, is it relevant? Well, yeah, I think it's relevant because if I don't get my debt paid off, I will never be able to move into the future steps of financial planning, like retirement, like buying a home, like, like all of these things, right? So it is relevant. And is it time bound? Well, yeah, because I can look at it and say in $500 a month, I'll have my debt. I'll be debt free in two years. If I look at my debt and I do the debt snowball and I calculate it, I'll be debt free in two years. So it's kind of how you, you walk through it. Is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it attainable? Is it relevant? Is it time-based? That's one thing about goal setting that is important. The other thing is you need to break your goals down into short-term, medium-term, and long-term goals, right? Um, this is how... Uh, you can can really focus in on this, um, but here's how I break these down. Short term, it can kind of it can be achieved fairly quickly. Like it could be done now. A short term goal be like I'm gonna clean the house this afternoon. Like that's a short term goal, um, but it also could be something that happens. And, and that I the kind of the cutoff for that is it, it it can happen in the next few days, maybe a few weeks. But once you get outside of like two months, you're you're getting more into that medium term goal. Okay. So short term could be I'm going to enroll in college, I'm going to clean the house, I'm going to wash the car, I'm going to uh, run 10 miles this week, like like all of these things are short term goals. Medium term, we kind of get into that. Uh, it requires some planning and there's a few additional steps. It's just not like something you do. So short term, I look at it as like it's just something you do, like you just go and do it. Uh, you're kind of just like you want to do it like now, like you're thinking about it, but you don't really, it doesn't require much planning. Medium term requires a little planning. Um, and it probably is going to take enough planning and a few steps to get ready that it could take you between two months and three years to do it. Right. It's a pretty big window for medium term, but that's kind of how I look at that. So if you wanted to complete a half marathon, you, there would be some training involved, maybe 12 weeks lead up to the, to the race or whatever, but that's kind of that medium term planning. Um, maybe you want to, like, I need to do some yard landscaping at the house here. What plants am I going to use? What, when am I going to do it? What, when, what time of the day am I going to do it? When am I going to make time available in my day to do it? Um, 
what do I have all the tools I need to to pull everything? You know, like all of these things are are um, are are requirements uh, a few steps for me to complete that medium term goal. And then that long term is three years or more, probably multiple steps like buying a house, for instance. Let's think about that. Say you got to save for the house. You got to get pre-approved for the house. You got to look for the house. You got to put in an offer on the house and then you got to buy the house. Kind of a lot more steps involved in that, um, but very specific. Biggest thing here when we think about, you know, this first rule of setting financial goals is you need to break down your goals into smaller actions and be flexible and patient. Everything's not going to always go exactly the way that you wanted. Uh, just be flexible and patient and know that that you are continuing to strive and make effort to make it to that goal and you will achieve it. OK, so that's number one. The first rule is uh, setting financial goals. The second rule is you've got to budget and save. You've got to budget and save. Uh, Dave Ramsey says right here, you can see on the screen, a budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Very, very powerful quote to me, something that I've always held on to. But it's, it's significant, right? Budgeting is significant. And I wish that I could make every person see that, um, but it's significant. And the significance of it is that it helps you be prepared for unexpected events. When you have an unexpected financial event, those financial goals that you just set in rule one, obliterated, right? Can totally throw you off because of the fact you weren't ready. You didn't have a budget. You weren't prepared for the unexpected. You've got to tell your money where to go. If you just spend aimlessly, you're literally shooting blind. If I if I ask you how much do you spend on average each month in groceries and yours is an estimate or a guess, you don't have factual data to show me that, you're kind of spending blind, right? You're kind of spending blind. So you need to make sure that you keep a budget. Super significant to you reaching your goals financially. A um, couple of tips that you know everyone kind of knows, like, like I said at the very beginning, you know it in your heart. I'm not telling you what to do, just encouraging you to let you know you can do this. You know that you, you've been told this numerous times probably to budget. Just I'm just highlighting and encouraging you that this is something that if you'll put the time and effort into it, it will make you better financially. A couple of tips for budgeting. Uh, this is probably one of the my favorite ways to get people involved in budgeting, um, but it, it's 50, 30, 20 is a way that you can break down your budget. So you just take all of your income and you put 50% toward needs, 30% towards sort of wants or flexible spending, 20% towards savings or debt. If you have debt, the 20% would go toward debt. And you're and I, I even challenge people with that flexible spending that they flex some of that to their debt if they have debt. Um, but just a couple quick, quick pieces right here. So all of your needs are going to go into the 50%. Um, be very critical of what you consider a need, right? Like Netflix is not a need, uh, no matter how bad you think you need it, like you don't need it. Um, we all shop Amazon, you know, Amazon prime membership is not a need. I know it feels like it, but it's not, it's not a need. You do not need it. It's a, it's great to have. It's enjoyable to get that two day shipping or even same day shipping. Uh, but it's not a need. That's definitely flexible spending. And then always, if once you're out of debt, that 20% is going toward savings. Uh, and that just helps for retirement. That helps for home savings. And we're going to talk about that um, in the next slide. But but 
just know that 5030 is a great easy way to if you're like well am i spending too much in this well just break it out in 5030 see how your categories break out for your budget and go from there this is when you think about saving you think about strategies for saving there's a couple things you can do uh, first thing is you've got to pay yourself first so that 20 percent savings once you realize how much income you have that 20 percent savings needs as soon as you have that opportunity to transfer it into your savings account do it pay yourself first don't wait till the end you will find a new home for that money and it will not go to where you wanted it so pay yourself first always spend less than you earn don't start spending more each time you get a raise right when you get a raise at work don't go off and just spend it aimlessly right do something, do something, you know, uh, productive with it. Like if you were, if you're very close to paying off the debt, pay off the debt. If you're that close to getting that down payment for the house, get the down payment for the house. Bonuses is another one I see a lot. When you get a bonus, don't use that as just discretionary money, right? Like use it for something that is going towards that financial goal. Let it, let it, let it boost you. Let it jumpstart you uh, to hit that. And then finally. Uh, another big thing for savings is you need six months of expenses saved in a savings account. Okay. Just standard rule of thumb. And that just helps you prepare for the unexpected. You can see in this, in this image with the, the different, um, uh, jars of money, retirement house, vacation, college, um, you know, these are called in, in, I've done a I've talked about this previously in a savings, uh, video that I did. Uh, this is like a sinking fund, right? Like maybe you are wanting to go on a vacation. So you just drop a little money in there. Um, that's kind of how, how these like jar, if you did like a jar thing, but you could also just look at these as like savings accounts, right? With a bank, you could have five savings accounts and put money in them for specific purposes. Um, just an option that's out there, but that's the, that's rule number two is you need to budget and save. This isn't a, this isn't something that is like a, like, yeah, I don't really need to budget it. Yes, you do. You absolutely need to budget and you also need to save. Number three, rule three is you've got to reduce and avoid debt. So if you have debt, you've got to get rid of it. You've got to get rid of it. If you want to live a wealthy life, you've got to get rid of your debt. Debt has a tremendous impact on finances. And I'm going to tell you why, because I talk about this with my clients is that debt creates a negative net worth for you. As long as you owe someone else money, you, you are, you, you have a negative net worth more than likely. Let me, let me preface that more than likely you have a negative net worth. Um, a lot of times when people have large amounts of debt, uh, that affects our ability to save, that affects our ability to save for retirement, that affects our ability to invest, that affects our ability to buy a home. All of these things are, 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 are problems that arise from someone having debt because they just don't have excess money to go towards the things that they need, right? The things that their heart is telling them that they need to do. So if you have debt, you need to get rid of it. Uh, the debt snowball is a way to do that. Um, you can see here on the screen sort of how that works. Uh, you just list all your debts out, smallest to largest, make minimum payments on every single debt except for your smallest one. And then for the smallest debt, pay the as much as possible. As soon as that smallest debt is paid off, everything you are paying toward it, roll it into your second smallest debt. 
um, and keep paying minimums across the board and you just keep doing that over and over again. By the time you get to your last debt, all the minimum payments plus that initial smallest amount that you were paying is all going toward that largest debt and you can really bust through that pretty quickly. So that's just a strategy to get rid of your debt if you have it. Um, but for those of you that are already debt free, I challenge you to avoid debt as much as possible. I know that buying a home, um, you're going to pick up a mortgage more than likely. If you can pay cash for the house, great. Um, but more than likely, you're going to pick up you're going to pick up a mortgage. Get rid of it as fast as possible. Reduce that debt, and and then avoid debt once more. Right. But keep doing it. Avoid debt as much as possible. Uh, it will set you back financially. Okay. So that's rule number three: reduce and avoid debt. Rule number four is you need to invest wisely. There is a huge power of investing early, uh, even if it's just a very small amount. At the very end of this, when I wrap up this episode, I'm going to show you a chart of how this kind of looks. Um, but for right now, just know that even if you just invest a very small amount, it's powerful. It's truly powerful. Discipline. The number one thing when we think long-term wealth is discipline. Discipline is what keeps you from it. A thousand percent is discipline, whether that be investing even when you don't want to, whether that be not buying that expensive car, whether that be like all of these things, it is discipline that keeps you from building long-term wealth, right? hundred percent, thousand percent, 10 million percent. Discipline is what keeps people from building it. So how should you invest, right? How should you invest? Well, you need to be saving 15% of your income into a retirement account whether that be an IRA, a 401k, a 403b, whatever, you need to be saving money 15% into a retirement account. This is after the six months is saved. Okay. Um, I would get my, my savings up before I just jumpstart the, the, in, the investing in this and in the, into the retirement accounts. After you get the six months saved, you're contributing 15% towards your retirement account you can start investing. You can start putting additional money into funds, mutual funds that track the total U.S. market. Um, you can put it into um, various, you know, funds that are out there. And I'm not going to go through each individual fund that's available. Just go look up mutual funds that you know track the total U.S. stock market. They need to have nearly zero or zero expenses and fees that go with them. There's mutual funds out there that cost a lot of money uh, to invest in them. So take a look at that. Make sure it has no fees or nearly zero fees and expenses and invest in those and invest automatically in those, right? Go back to paying yourself first. You've got all of your savings done. As soon as you're done hitting that savings number, start paying off your home, start investing, start doing all these things to start growing your money and building that long-term wealth. But that's how you do that. That's how you focus on investing wisely. Uh, you do it in the correct order. So that's number four, invest wisely. Number five, maintain positive mindset and discipline. Just talked about that. Um, and I want you to know that your this plays a major role in living a wealthy life. 100% does. If you don't think you can do it, you probably can't do it. You probably won't do it, right? You've got to think about it. But couple tips you can do to sort of maintain. Sometimes we just, we, all of us, including myself, get, you know, we hit roadblocks. Uh, we just don't, we just don't have that positivity that we have, you know, the other days of the week. We just don't have the discipline uh, to, to do what we need to do. 
what can you do? What can you do about that? Because you can't just sit in that moment, right? You got to get past that moment and get back to positive thinking with motivation and belief and enthusiasm and and all of these other you know emotions that are out there. What can, what can you do? Well, you can adjust. You can adjust what you know how you were doing it. Maybe as you know as much as you were doing. So like you get you you're trying to maintain this positive mindset and discipline, and you get down. You you can adjust and say you know what. Maybe I'm not going to do as much as I normally do, but I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going. Uh, that's that's the number one thing you can do. Another thing you can do is you can focus on what you can control. Sometimes um, we let you know external factors affect our discipline, affect our positive mindset, um, and it's normally things that are completely outside of our control, right? Completely outside of our control. You got to focus on what you can control. And go go from there. Okay. Remember, failure is not an option. It's never an option. Um, you can you can adjust. Like I said in the first little tip, you can adjust, but keep going. Don't let failure ever become an option. And then the last one that I always always stick to is you have to accept responsibility for everything. You've got to find something that you learned that you can take responsibility for. Right. You can sit around and play blame games with everybody else. But when it all comes down to it, I, I, I say this because the financial mirror, I started with this mindset that we have to improve the one thing we can control, and that's ourselves. Like that's the philosophy, that's the motto that the financial mirror lives and breathes is you've got to work on improving the one thing you can control. There's only one thing you can control, and that's yourself. You can't control the way someone perceives what you say. You can't control the way that your boss is, you know, is talking to you or praising you or 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 tearing you down. You can control what you can control, and that's yourself. You can't control um, how much money an organization is going to pay you. What you can control is the amount of effort that you put into that. What you can control is is making yourself invaluable, right? Or valuable. Which one is it? By making yourself irreplaceable. How does that sound? Because I, 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 invaluable, maybe that is the right word. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just so valuable. Anyways, uh, now I'm going to, uh, invaluable. What is, what does the Google say? Uh, the Google says, uh, priceless. Uh, yeah, I guess I could use invaluable. Anyways, you have to make yourself so, so valuable to the company that, that they just can't get rid of you. But what you can't control is, is what they do, like how much they pay you or how much they praise you or how much they reward you or whatever. Control what you can control, accept responsibility. And that's rule number five, maintain a positive mindset and discipline. And the last one as we wrap this up is seek a professional when you can. Um, I have this philosophy around <laughs> uh, like do-it-yourself projects. I'll do some planning. I'll do some looking. I'll, I'm like, okay, I I can do this DIY project. But I, I really think thoughtfully about DIY projects. Like, can I actually do it? And I'm, I'm honest with myself because there has not been one time, there's probably been 10 times where I've started a project. I've done the project, but it turned out terrible. So then I have to pay someone, I have to hire an expert to finish my do-it-yourself project and fix whatever I broke in the meantime. So I say that to say, seek a professional when you need help. 
There are huge benefits in seeking professionals when you need help. When you need help with your your physical fitness, you go hire go hire a personal trainer. Go hire someone that will help you. If you need help eating the right things, go hire a nutritionist. When you need help with your money, hire a financial coach. When you need help making sure that your taxes are done appropriately, hire a tax professional. There are people out there that are meant to help you. Like they, their whole, their whole passion in life is to help you. Um, and I threw my website up here because obviously I have a passion in life to help you with your personal finances. So if that's something that that you're interested in, uh, you can always just go down to the website and the link. We talk about it at the end, but I, I talk about it at the end of every episode. Regardless if it's if it's personal finance, if it's personal training, if it's taxes, if it's investing, if it's whatever, find find a professional that can help you with that matter. Okay. And then lastly, I wanted to finish with this this chart, but achieving a a wealthy life is it's really not that hard, right? Sorry, my throat got dry. Um, it's really not that hard, but it takes time. So. I threw this chart up here because it shows wealth accumulation over 25 years. Um, if you invest, so the 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 column on the left, the y-axis here is your monthly investment. So let's just go to the bottom. Let's go to the bottom as a goal, right? You invest $250 per month at an eight percent returns is kind of the standard that I like to I like to teach off of. 8% return, you do $250 a month for 25 years at an 8% return, you'll have $147,000. That doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't. 25 years, like, you know, halfway to retirement age or right there, you know, getting close to it. Actually, that's like 75% to retirement age. That's not a lot. But what I want you to think about is $250 is what you can afford possibly right now. is possibly what you can afford right now. Think about when you stay committed and disciplined and focused, how you're going to pay off that debt, how you're going to all of a sudden um, build up additional income. You're going to get raises. You're going to get bonuses. You're going to get all of these things. You will eventually get, you're, you're going to pay off your house. You will eventually get to where you can invest more each month. Uh, and let's just say on average, you can save a thousand dollars a month. After at an eight percent return, uh, you'd have about five hundred and eighty-eight thousand dollars, right? So you could see the goals uh, at an eight percent return to have it to have a million dollars. You need to be invest. You need to be saving about seventeen hundred and fifty dollars a month. There's your goal in twenty-five years. There's your goal. But all in all, achieving a wealthy life is not hard. If you'll stick to those six rules and you'll follow them closely, you will. You will live a wealthy life. You will. You 100% will. And I don't care how much money you make right now. I don't care how much, you know, how much money or how old you are, how close you are to retirement, how young you are. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, none of that matters. Stick to these six rules and you will live a financially wealthy life. You will. Now, like I alluded to before, um, if you do want to hire a personal fi- finance coach, um, I'm happy to, to be your personal finance coach. Just head over to thefinancialmirror.org. Hit book down in the middle of the screen. We, first thing I like to do is a free consultation. It takes like 15 minutes of your time. 
We just interact, we talk, figure out what's going on. How could I help? If we decide that maybe this, maybe the personal finance coach is not exactly what you need, I can help, you know, push you to where maybe there's a professional out there that can help you. And if it is, we'll get you set up on a package that is right for you so we can get you to your financial goals that you set in that first rule. Uh, if you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, head over to the financial mirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. All the money goes right back into the stream to make it better um, and improve the quality of, of all the content that gets put out. And it's just it's just an, another way for you to show your support um, outside of just liking and sharing and commenting. Just a little extra extra dose. So I appreciate everyone for tuning in. I appreciate everyone for spending some time with me today. Um, it's truly an honor to to be able to bring you this information and try to help as much as I can to help you achieve your personal finance goals. Now, if you're listening to this on a podcast or, you know, or on YouTube or on Facebook or whatever, just like, and subscribe to the, to the video, the channel, the podcast, whatever it is, and leave those five-star reviews on podcasts. Uh, it does go a long ways in getting this out to more and more listeners till next week. Continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives. 